0: What is up bro here with a fellow bro-mad Luke. He is a Dutch motherfucker and he is the founder <laughs> of Title, which is like a company that, that is solving tax situations for digital nomads. Uh, Luke, what's up?
1: Yeah, that's right, thanks uh, thanks, Riley for having me. I'm Luke and um, I have a company called Tidal and we, exactly like you said, we solve your tax situations. So it's for digital nomads, uh, like one tax platform to do your findings wherever you are. Advice, uh, make your life easier.
0: Tax situation is one of the probably top 10 questions I get. Let's just dive into it. Portugal heard a lot of great things as Portugal I think it's like like top five like nomad hotspot so give us give me the rundown because I don't really know what's the deal with Portugal in terms of the tax benefits why are you there why is everyone going there what's the deal
1: yeah Portugal's great Uh, besides the pastel de natas and the good wine and the sunshine Portugal has some great benefits when it comes to uh, tax statuses so you can apply for example to an NHR Uh, status which is called the non-habitual residence status. Many other countries have this but Portugal just has one that uh, can be very beneficial as a foreigner living in Portugal. Uh, So if you get this status which you can always apply for if you have not been a tax resident here for five years then for example you can get like uh, your foreign source income like your dividends from abroad or maybe you've earned money from your job abroad maybe you've kept working you know let's say I'm from the Netherlands I've, I've kept working for the Netherlands then if that income is taxed in the Netherlands, I don't have to pay taxes in Portugal. Um, and so it can be very beneficial mm. if you get this uh, tax status. But of course, it's not always as easy to just apply for it. You have to talk to a tax advisor to know how it applies to your case, right? So that, that's why a lot of people move here, because it's, it, it can be very beneficial if you do it well. Um, and also for crypto, sure. it's still a really great crypto hub, mm. um, you know, for holding Bitcoins or Ethereum or any crypto. Um, As far as I I know, if you hold it for more than one year, it's still tax exempt. So you can just happily trade.
0: God, if you hold it. So how is that different than what other countries are currently doing with crypto?
1: Yeah, I think crypto is a contentious topic around the world, right? Every government, all the authorities are trying to find bills, rules, laws for taxes around this. So it's hard in in most countries but i'm not an expert on all the systems of the world right i i just simply cannot be this as as, but as far as i know most countries just tax crypto as capital gains right if you just do it by holding crypto and then you sell it after a certain long long holding period it's just capital gains some countries have specific rules for crypto like portugal which can be beneficial
0: okay gotcha so portugal definitely one of the ones so yeah what about another one is dubai uh what's the Mm. deal with dubai uh, as another hotspot and tax benefits.
1: Yeah, Dubai Dubai is, is something, you hear a lot of people um, that are moving there, and especially when when you know the crypto bubble was at its peak stage, uh, everyone, or oh, like a lot of people that I talk to and people are like, yeah, I should move to Dubai um, because it's basically free taxes. And and that that's really it, right? So a lot of people that made a lot of money in crypto went to, to Dubai and it became a hotspot. But it's also just a hotspot for expats in general, right? So you pay 0% personal income tax in Dubai, which is great. However, it's not 0% tax on everything. So they do have VAT. They do have property tax if you own a property. If you rent out your property to someone, you still pay around 5% on an annual basis on your rental income there. So um, for earning money, you can live there very, very well and not pay taxes. Um, But again, I think a lot of people don't consider this, but if you move somewhere, you have to really move, right? You cannot just like open a bank account in Dubai and then peace out to another country (laughs) and then expect to not pay taxes on anything right so it's a true commitment but that's Mm. why people um, move to dubai
0: so what is the commitment like you got to be physically there for a period of time or
1: yeah 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 so the commitment is usually that you live there um so that your intent in a country if you're staying in a country is to truly live there and that your future will be there and your center of your life is in that country so all countries have different rules a lot of times you hear this rule about the 183 day rule right if you stay somewhere for like six months 183 days you now are Mm -hmm. liable to pay taxes that is not a universal rule however for example portugal has that rule but other countries may not have that rule for example like the netherlands maybe they in the netherlands it's much more focused on what you have in the netherlands much more than maybe the stay of your country so dubai has also different rules so it really like really depends you cannot say anything oh. about that without digging into the the rules of a country.
0: So it's it's complicated about D- Dubai. Like is Dubai is it, is it the six month rule or it's or it's something different?
1: Honestly, I don't know about the tax residence rules. Oh. It's called tax residence, by the mm-hmm. way. If you are mm-hmm. somewhere, for example, stay long or you do something else according to the rules of that country, then you become a tax resident. But for Dubai, I, I I don't have the rules top of mind for tax residence. Usually, it has something to do with staying there and working there. Because that shows that you, you know, having your life center moving to that country.
0: Got it. Uh, So we had some notes about Bali. Bali is another one. I've heard some people saying things and I I think everyone is just so confused. Uh, And maybe it's not even clear. Um, What's the tax
1: deal there? Yeah, Bali. Oh, my God, I love to go to Bali. Uh, every time I go there, it's, it's an, it's an awesome yeah, place. It's awesome. If it were true, all the rumors, uh, well, I, may, I may just move. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But the so the so the rumors that were kind of happened maybe two years ago, or it started two years ago, the rumors about this digital nomad visa where you were exempt of paying any taxes, I'm totally exempt for five years on the digital nomad visa, as long as you earned it from abroad, right? So you can just work there from your co-working space. And then earn any money or do anything, start businesses abroad and earn 0% tax. Um, That has been in debate for a long time uh, in in Indonesia. And they've come up recently that is off the table for now. um, And that it's called a second home visa. And this is not at all the same. It's not at all that you have a zero percent tax um it's actually more geared towards the wealthy people that um are retiring or are investors and, and not necessarily digital nomads um so it's a visa where you can just stay longer because Bali has always been pretty hard to stay really long to really become a resident. um that's hard and so now they have a visa where you can stay for like five years five like five to ten years but you have to show that you're worth 130 140k us dollars equivalent um, and then you have that in cash. Um, and then you can stay there for a longer time. But as far as I know, not the same tax breaks as as what was the rumors or what were the rumors before, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. So just uh, yeah, just a that's... short holiday for me <laughs> for this for this time. yeah.
0: That's what I thought. It's um lots of digital nomad visas and rumors coming out, but nothing official. But should be interesting, you know, times ahead. What about uh, uh, for Thailand? Anything going on there that kind of similar rumors but I don't
1: know, anything? Yeah, in Thailand, it is a good country from what I know. Um, but this is something I have not recently been dugging into with our team um, exactly on the Thai, uh, like foreign tax statuses that you can get. So I, I, I cannot give you top of hat any specific, any like specific things like I mentioned for Dubai or for Bali. Um, we, yeah We have to dig into that. But from what I know, people do move for tax reasons. So there is something there um, that is beneficial for expats. Um, probably okay. something you would have to, again, plan with your advisor if you really want to uh, leverage it. Because it's not known to be a 0% tax haven, right? Like Dubai. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's there's this new visa thing, long-term resident visa, which is totally separate conversation. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, there are some things some new things coming out um okay
1: i will, okay, I will so keep it on my radar
0: f- for americans the foreign earned income exemption which i, I have used in the past <clears throat> can you explain to people what that is
1: yeah it's a certain tax credit so uh it's for us citizens that will be expats overseas right so there for example here i live in portugal so there's a lot of americans here and um what they will have to do is, on a yearly basis, have to file tax returns to the U.S. Because U.S. has a system that you file based on your citizenship, wherever you live. Even if you haven't lived for 10 years in the U.S., you still file every year to the U.S., showing what you do in the world, what you have um, in your bank accounts, etc. And so to avoid paying twice taxes, right, getting doubly taxed and just basically having left nothing on your, on your income, is you pay your taxes in the country where you're living. So let's say Portugal. And then in the US, you basically apply for a tax credit. So you don't have to pay taxes on that same amount, right? So it basically, can, can like cancel out certain tax, um, tax burdens, basically. So it just mm-hmm. makes it easier for a US citizen to be an expat in another country. That's really what it's for. Got
0: it. And isn't it the, just a credit on the first 100,000 of income?
1: Yep. Yep. There is some, there are some thresholds, exactly thresholds. And it's also changing every year, but, um, yeah, it's not as easy as just like, oh, you file and then it's always okay there. You have to do a little bit of work and knowing how it works to really, uh, like leverage effectively. Yep. You can also use something called the FTC, which is the foreign tax credit. Um, and that's like a similar regime in the U S like the FEIE and the FTC that can achieve similar things. But for that, like, which one is better for you, and and how does it work with my future earnings in like the new country I may move to as an expat? That is so specific to your um, situation as a U.S. citizen that, that it's, it's always better to then talk to like a tax advisor on this, like title.
0: Yeah, let's just get into your company title. How how does it how does it work? Because you you got to ask all these questions to figure out what's the best situation for you. Like, I yeah. it, it can get complicated. Like, I don't even want exactly. to like get into my taxes or think about it. So I 100% want someone to just figure it out. So do you want to share your screen right. and can you like just take us through the the website and like how it sure. works and
1: Okay, so Title, um so what we do for uh, people like you like you and I, we are the one hub, the one center where you can manage your taxes from. So if you need to file taxes in Thailand, then you can do that through us. If you are a US citizen, right? Then you also need to file taxes in the US. The traditional route is to go through my expat taxes or some other service that um, that does the tax service for the US as an expat, but then you're still left to your own devices in Thailand, right? Like, what do you do? You need to find an, uh, an advisor there um, and a tax preparer. So we do all that under one hub. So we are the one-stop shop and we care about the international interactions between Thailand and US because they can interact. And there is a certain tax treaty, usually between countries, let's say the U.S. and Thailand, um, that can give you certain tax credits, right, on one end or on the other. So we can take care of that all for you without having to deal with many tax advisors. We are the one-stop shop for you. And that also um, is for advice. So if you're here on our website, you can just read a bit more about it, right? You can also try some Mm -hmm. of our tooling to see where your tax residence, if you've been moving around a lot, gives you some good information. But to dig into the meat of the application, what we do, and of course, there's a whole team behind this, right? Like, we, this is the application, and this is your onboarding to our team. And then we have, um, we and our experts have in our, in 30 plus countries, we can help you with the tax filings, and we can all make that happen for you. So in here, this is just an example account. This is actually exactly my situation that I have um, loaded up here. So you see, I've got a few deadlines coming up in the Netherlands and in Portugal for my tax filings. Um, So I've got my 2022 tax filings open. And so this is for doing a tax filing, right? So you say, I want to do my tax filing for the year 2022. Here is where you plug in all the details for I am a US citizen and I live in Thailand. And then we ask you all the questions, the smart questions. So you you don't get asked 5 million questions and have to dig up all your like W-2 or your 1099s from the US and your Thai equivalent things and every number. No, we ask you questions just to know your international situation. It's pretty straightforward. So here you answer your yeah. details about your tax residence, like I mentioned before. It gives you a nice overview. And then we ask you the questions where you enter your employment. For example, here I labeled it Dutch job. And you, you enter where you paid your social contributions, if you had any capital gains, etc. And from that point onwards... We take care of it for you. We, we give you a portal where you can upload your Thai and US documents. And then um, we have our team of Thai and um, US experts figure it all out for you and make it happen for a finding. That's how it works.
0: Gotcha. So I've used, uh, what's the main one, not tax jar, TurboTax online. Is that yeah. just an American thing? And is it that only just for American?
1: So yeah, so TurboTax, I've also used it when I lived in the US. Um, And so TurboTax is a kind of similar to what I was referring while I was sharing my screen. It's a service that um, only does the US. They have experts in the US, amazing people as well that can help you there. You can also just do it yourself, right? But then you're left to your own devices in a country where you're living, right? And there's also often interactions between the US and a country where you're living. And so it's just a hassle. Now you have to find the deadlines, you have to find the tax advisor, you have to work with them, you have to work over the cultural language barriers, and they probably ask questions about what happened in the US with your filing, right? And now um, you're, you're left in this international complex situation, and I think you just want to be stress-free, travel, um, live in places where you want, and yeah, just don't think about it, really.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so for my situation, say I live in, in Thailand for 11 months of the year, do I am I supposed to pay taxes here? I'm not doing any business here. I'm, I'm just uh, working remotely for my company, which is all in the US. Do I need to pay taxes here?
1: That depends. It depends. It, it depends what the rules are in Thailand to the like the tax residence rules so um most countries have this day of stay rule right the 183 days or something similar and that could sometimes be enough to qualify as a tax resident. so you'd have to check on that um so check on the country so
0: let's say you did like eight months last year in in bali you'd have to check hey are you supposed to be actually paying taxes there because of the tax residency situation or portugal the tax residency situation for for example exactly. what what what's the rule with the portugal tax residency six situation is it 6 months or
1: yeah portugal it's uh, 6 months like 183 days and also there's also a rule around having a, a, like a house here for example that can there's also a rule around that with tax residents, um but yeah 183 days is also one of them
0: Got it. So even if you are just on a regular tourist visiting visa you're still supposed to
1: yeah, it's, um, it's actually doesn't it, it doesn't have anything to do with a visa. Those are two separate things. So you would always have to make sure you stay less than 183 days, usually over a given 12-month window to make sure that, yeah, that, that like, you don't trigger anything in a country. Gotcha.
0: So, yeah, Portugal, Thailand, Bali. I, th- I think Thailand is, I've never heard of anyone, you know, just needing to pay taxes here. But, of course, yeah, people should be lo- looking into that. And then also the Portugal, okay, six month thing, and then the Dubai thing. Obviously, people are going to be try to be a tax resident there if they're not American, because they right. can be a tax resident there, which makes them not be a tax resident of their home country, which is awesome. Americans can't do that.
1: Um, yeah, so it, for it, Americans, you're
0: looking at the FEIE, you're looking at these these expat like
1: credits or whatever. Right. Exactly. 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 Okay. Um, uh, yeah, and and I think maybe one thing to add is that there is, there is like you also alluded to, you want to move somewhere to become a tax resident somewhere, right? For example, in Dubai. Or you're somewhere where you're traveling or you're maybe as a digital nomad working from a place for some time and you kind of want to avoid that, right? And those are two completely different things. If you want to move to Dubai, you need to do everything to have your whole life being in Dubai, to just have your home country basically tell you, like, you're fine, your life is not moved. Um, if you're going somewhere temporarily, then it's the opposite. Then you kind of want to have a, the, the least amount you want in the country where you are for temp, for like yeah. a short stay.
0: Yeah, every country has their own rules. Like you can't, you know, own this, be there. Yeah, it's, it's various country by country. If you want to yep. denounce your tax residency in your home country. Yeah, it's very, very complicated stuff. Um, yeah, but using common so, sense
1: get, like gets you eighty percent of the way. Uh,
0: yeah, that, that's interesting. Like so if, if you're like on vacation for seven months in Portugal and you don't mm-hmm. file, like you might get a thing in the mail from Portuguese tax office. <laughs> like,
1: like, yeah, it's yeah, right? You know. And and like here's your reality and like the practicality and theory and what are the actual rules may diverge a little bit, right? Like who's going to truly check? Like Also, Europe has free-flowing borders, as in you can just go to Spain in a car, right? So who's truly going to check? If you overstay Portugal, Mm. um, yes, the rules are officially that you become a tax resident and you have to declare your taxes over there. However, your home country will also probably say you're a tax resident, right? Because your life, your work, everything is still there, right? So now you're in a situation where both countries could theoretically claim that. In reality... When you overstay something, but you have nothing there in, in in this country, you you probably will be seen as just a visitor, a tourist, and and you will, you will, you would be totally fine. It's generally safer to be aware of of the rule um, because it starts to you know the longer you stay, the more you go into the area of like hey now you're actually staying here for a longer time and yeah. therefore moving like immigrating. So it's, yeah. it's 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 black and white the rule. But if you truly are a visitor, right, there may be a, like a small gray zone. But officially, yes, you would have to declare. Gotcha, Hopefully, that gotcha. gives still a legally sound answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and so let's, uh, yeah, let's do maybe some some last minute tips. And so the other one was the NHR for Americans. Um, yep. Any any other like last minute tips um, you would say, kind of anyone or any American at all?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for Americans specifically, um, not necessarily have any tips. It's it's as an American, it's it's generally a bit harder, right, to to like lower your effective tax rate and burden um, because you're tied to the U.S. Um, citizenship. But but you can you can make it easier, right, by working with a service like us, like Tidal, because it's our expertise, right, and we just do it all for you every year. But for tips in general. It's, it's track track your days just to be sure mm-hmm. it's it's important and in some countries it can be more important than other countries it's it's never a truly black and white like oh you know 184 days now you're in prison like that's also not how it works but just track your days and make sure that um, yeah that you don't overstay it's it's, it's important um, and keep keep like good records of your expenses. Um, because there's a lot of deductions and things you can actually get when you travel, when you work from a place for a while, and you can also use those deductions, um, or sorry, expenses as deductions for let's say the business you have, um, and sometimes even if you travel, right, you can get the taxes you paid in a country back when you, when you, um, when you travel away from that country, and so that is always a good little travel tip. And other tax tips is that don't maybe you know, maybe this is one that. Um, I have a lot of friends of mine come to me with is is that they want to lower their taxes and then it's very 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 attractive to think about oh i just don't want to pay any taxes right um and unfortunately that is really hard because you have to move to to, to a place like dubai or uh, like a tropical island but you truly have to be there for six or more months a year and your life has to be there and so it's not as easy uh, um, as a decision And so think about whether you really want to lower your taxes and what you're willing to sacrifice from your current situation because it requires investment. It requires really talking to a tax expert um, and then putting in the work, right? It's not a stress-free thing. So just think about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely do it
0: yeah yeah no, like puerto rico is a huge one for americans that they spend six months there and then there's like tons of benefits right yeah um, but one. but yeah you got to strictly be there for for six months of the year to, to have that awesome yeah any any last uh, other tips or anything about uh about title if you guys haven't checked it out link's going to be below they have a pricing page uh very transparent pricing anything else people should know
1: also for advice if you're thinking okay uh i want to move to portugal as a us uh, citizen um, or I want to move to, let's say, Bali or anywhere in, uh, in Asia, then come to us. We can help you with that, right? We're also the help where we can uh, do that, and we do your findings.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, there you go, Bromads. Check it out. If you're asking me the access questions, check out their website, and they have a blog with and FAQs and, and all that good stuff. So, well, yeah, we will uh, hopefully uh, get some get some Bromads coming your way with some questions for your team. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, man.